<laughs> we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it going. We know that we are as well. You know, guys, I have been waiting for a while now, at least over the last couple of months, to have a really good and productive Rafino's rant. You're getting one tonight. Jose De Jesus Ortiz, come to the front line. Uh, Keith Alberman, come to the front line. And the really, and the probably the biggest Rudy Poole of them all, Dave Portnoy, bring your five foot nine happy little ass up here tonight because it's going down. Never, and I mean ever, should Dave Portnoy be the pinnacle of what we call class. We go after that ass tonight, mega balls. That's not the only thing that we're going to talk about. LSU is your national champions. If you don't like it, deal with it. If you don't like it, deal with it. Because this train of Kim Mulkey does not slow down because your poor itsy-bitsy feelings got hurt. We go after it here tonight. Not only that, though, we do have a lot to discuss outside of the absolute asshats that some people made themselves look like on Twitter. We got to talk about some LSU baseball. <laughs> National Championship recap. Oh, and by the way, it's Monday. You know what that means. Carter, the power Bryant, joins us tonight at 7.30. Looking forward to that. We'll talk some LSU spring football and updates with him. He was at the Final Four this weekend rooting on the LSU fighting of LSU fighting Tigers will go around your SEC and at about what Zach about an hour a little bit more than an hour uh UConn and Sandy San Diego it's German <laughs> I know that you said it in your head if you know what I'm talking about um but San Diego and UConn tonight at eight around 8 20 we'll preview that at the very, very end. Let's talk. Let's get to a couple of these comments, though, before we get rolling. Rob Boudreaux says the White House is wanting to have both teams go. Of course they are. Of course they do. Of course they want both teams um, to go to the White House. Well, you know what? If you're going to invite both teams, LSU should refuse. LSU should refuse to go to the White House Iowa is not the champion. You invite champions to the White House. With all due respect and not being all, uh, not being political, sports is not where equality happens in the sense of competition. Equality for men and women, yes. Equality when it comes to wins and losses, no. That's not what sports is. Every man is every man and woman is crea created equal in the eyes of our good Lord Jesus Christ, but not when it comes to competition. I would refuse to go. William Hodges says, I'm here for that epic rant of a lifetime. You best believe it's coming because daddy's pissed. Uh, Jeff Futch, this is massive, Zach. Did you see this? Uh, Jeff Futch says 9.9 .9 million viewers for last night's Natty. Wow, we got that brand. Not only that, did you know that the peak, the outright peak of the game yesterday was 12.1 million viewers? 
that outreach, LSU versus Alabama in overtime, Ohio State in Michigan, and the Georgia and TCU national title game. Insane, man. LSU put women's basketball on the map. Jason Brumfield says, is Iowa versus LSU the new women's basketball rivalry? I don't know if it's a rivalry. You won't play them. All right, John, I'm not putting your comment up here. Sorry. Tracy W. says, are they handing out participation trophies now? It's what it feels like. It's what it feels like. Look, let me make this well known. I do believe, this is my opinion. Is it of the right mind and heart to invite both teams? Maybe. But of sports is not a place. It will never be a place where equality happens when you when one team takes on another. What do I mean by that? You play sports to find a winner and a champion. If it were all about equality, everybody would get a trophy. That's not what sports is about. It's literally not what sports is about. It is about going out there and imposing your will on another team and another human being. It's what it is. So you can make whatever you want. You can have any stance you want. But every time you watch sports, it has nothing to do with equality. You can talk about women, men being in women's sports. That's a whole different political topic. That There are shows out there that you can go listen to about it. We're not talking about that. But inviting both teams because you like Caitlin Clark and Caitlin Clark is your uh, poster child for all of this. If I'm Kim Mulkey, I am declining if you're inviting Iowa. Just my opinion. It's my opinion. I wouldn't do it. All right. A couple more, then we'll get rolling. John Butler says Kim Mulkey has done the unpredictable has done the unpredictable. Okay, the number one class is coming, and it will be hard in the future. Cherish this one. I don't think it was unpredictable. I don't think it was unpredictable. Did anyone not predict that she can win a national title? D-Pain says Iowa doesn't deserve an invite. Sorry, you're damn right they don't deserve it. Delton Ducey says Iowa should, quote-unquote, politely decline the invite. I agree with that. Rob Boudreaux says, if you want to invite the men's winner and the women's winner, that's different, but no losers. 1,000%. 1,000%. Stephen Fry, our good friends over at Fry Construction over in Eunice, Louisiana. Give them a call today. Let them know uh, that your good friend Blake Rufino sent you on by. Site work, uh, uh, site work, land development, oil and gas services, they do it all. Let them know that Blake sent you on by. He says, but, 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 Blake... It's going to hurt the second-place team's feelings if they can't go to the White House, too. Well, they can. I, I know where they can stick these, their feelings right up their keisters. Dude, I'm just telling you. I When I was on the show last night, everybody's like, Blake, did you see this about Angel Reese? I will be honest. I did not see it. I, I did not know because we were doing a post-game show. I had no idea what was going on. We're going to respond to it here tonight. That's for damn sure. So we don't have a lot of time to waste. Let's do this then. Uh, let's get to our first break. Let's talk about our good friends over at GM Vardo and Sons at BetOnline. 
Ag. But before we do that, everybody do us a favor. Hit the like, share, subscribe, wherever you're listening to us. If you're on Facebook, hit the share to all those groups, to all those social media pages, to all those social media groups, and your own as well. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, notification bell. We greatly, we greatly appreciate you doing that so much. We're closing in on 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. Do us a favor by subscribe, by subscribing. Be that 5,000 subscriber. If you're listening to us wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. If you're listening to us on XM Radio or wherever you listen in on the TuneIn app, rate, review, and subscribe there as well. Zachy, take us to our first break. I promise you. I promise you, you do not want to change that dial. Rafino's rants are next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline. AG. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then again gm varno and sons go see him over at 2500 full boulevard give him a call at 225-664-9992 225-664-9992 tell him your good friend play Rafino. sit you on by we're, we're back. back unlike the university of texas i do think that this is pretty funny kenny on facebook says iowa can go visit the children of the corn it's true. Sergeant Kling says Reese beat Clark three times at Maryland. That's true. Well, she's beat her four times when it comes to her beating her at LSU just last night. Sergeant Kling again says, so we w- will she invite both of uh, both from the night? I don't know that, meaning um, the first lady. I, I, and look, I good on her. Good on her, but LSU should decline. So listen, I hate I, – I, so – you may believe, as we get into this, let's get this thing started. You may believe that, like, I live for stuff like this. Like, I live for the things that went on last night after LSU won a national title, uh, the things that happened between Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese. I wish that we weren't talking about this tonight. Nevertheless, because of some Rudy Poos, we have to. So, Instead of breaking down the game, instead of talking about LSU winning the first national championship in program history, men's or women's, we have to talk, and what has been the ultimate talk all day long has been Angel Reese and her actions that she showed towards Caitlin Clark doing the John Cena, you can't see me, and pointing to her finger for the ring. 
Now, I'm going to call out three people, and we're going to clip this, and we're going to tag them on Twitter. Jose De Jesus Ortiz, Keith Olbermann, and Dave Portnoy. These are some of the comments that happened last night behind Angel Reese and her actions towards Caitlin Clark, and then we'll get into it. Jose's, or Jose De Jesus Ortiz said, and I'm quoting all of these, uh, the actions that Angel Reese showed were classless. Clark, meaning Caitlin Clark's mom and dad, can be really proud of their daughter that she did not stoop to that level and did not go to that level of taunting. So that's number one. Then number two, the absolute biggest Rudy Poo of all Rudy Poos, Keith Olbermann, calling, called Angel Reese a bleeping idiot. A bleeping idiot is what Keith Olbermann had to say about Angel Reese. Then the biggest Rudy Poo of them all, Dave Portnoy, who wants to be the ambassador of what class is, and he, I guess he dictates what class is, said, and I'm quoting, that Angel Reese is a classless POS. So let's talk about this very quickly uh, to Jose De Jesus. Number one, saying that Angel Reese, or Caitlin Clark's parents rather, taught her better and taught her how to have class without taunting might be the stupidest thing that I've seen on Twitter maybe ever. Caitlin Clark, for what it's worth, literally all tournament, all tournament has been doing the John Cena, you can't see me, you can't see me. She's waving off defenders when they're at the three-point line saying, oh, that girl can't shoot, whatever. She's telling girls from Louisville to shut up because you're losing by 15 points. She's been a chatterbox on the court the entire tournament. My alma mater, southeastern Louisiana, she was running up and down the court, chirping her little gums. Now, let me preface this. Let me preface this. I am 1,000% okay with trash talking. And unfortunately, unfortunately, this is not a shot at Caitlin Clark whatsoever. I am a fan of the trash talk. I am a fan of seeing guys and girls like Joe Burrow when you're winning a national title coming to the sideline and pointing to your ring finger because you just won a national title. I am okay with Caitlin Clark doing the John Cena to the Louisville girl if you can go out there and back it up. What's interesting to me, what's interesting to me is that we have this double standard. Jose De Jesus Ortiz definitely lives by that when he says Clark's mom and dad can be proud that their daughter ignored the taunting. Where do you think Angel Reese got that from to start off with? Hey, Zeus. She got it from Caitlin Clark because she had been doing it all tournament. Caitlin Clark, as Kim Mulkey ex explained and described of her, is literally a transcendent player in women's basketball. She's coming back next year, and it's only going to boost women's basketball next season. But calling Angel Reese classless when you have two people doing the same exact actions is ridiculous to me. Now, can you say, well, Blake, and this has been the argument all day. 
Well, Blake, Angel Reese was following Caitlin Clark all around the court. You mean like Caitlin Clark was doing against Southeastern Louisiana in round one? You mean exactly what Caitlin Clark had been doing? Keith Olbermann, the biggest Rudy Pooh of them all, called Angel Reese a woman. A man called a 20-year-old woman a, a, a bleeping idiot. Hey, Olbermann, you know what shows less class than less class than what Angel Reese did? You calling her F an idiot. And then you coming back out on Twitter today and literally, literally saying, I was uninformed of what happened. Keith, when are you informed on anything ever? You know, it's people in situations that happen like this and people like you who, which I've heard you say before, why don't you stay in your own lane? Or you can come on to this show and you debate it. And then you can tell me why you think Angel Reese, as I'm quoting here, is an effing idiot. That's not the biggest one of them. Dave Portnoy. He called Angel Reese a classless POS. This coming from a guy who I do believe was wrongfully criticized in the media for some of his actions. And a guy who lost a $25,000 bet when he bet on Iowa to beat LSU. Why is Dave Portnoy the all-beer of class? You literally have made a living berating and talking down to people that you employ. You have threatened guys like Barstool Mincy of firing him and taking uh, some made-believe title of him being the king of the South. Meanwhile, you come to the great state of Louisiana and say, Oh, please, dear Louisianians, can you please use my sports app book to bet? Can you please do this? We're at the LaBerge. Dave Portnoy, you have women that have literally come out and called you very vulgar things because of things you allegedly did. Allegedly. But you think that it's class to call Angel Reese a classless POS when Caitlin Clark did the same thing. Let's call it what it is. Portnoy. The reason that you're mad is probably for two reasons. Number one, you didn't have any pizza yesterday. And then number two, you lost a $25,000 bet. And so you're taking it out on an athlete that you have no real business calling a classless POS. You've literally built an entire company. Congratulations to you for you exactly being a classless POS. Angel Reese's actions aren't horrible. They're not bad. This is the game. So let's get to the actual action of all of this. Is what Angel Reese did bad or wrong? Hell no, it's not. It's not even remotely, not even remotely wrong or bad. I will, I will agree with you to one thing. 
Did she maybe follow her too long? Did she extend it? Maybe. But in the competition and the spirit of sport, trash talking has been a part of this since her ancestors' ancestors were competing in sport. I'm not going to get into the, the po political debate of what is probably and more than likely really going on here. I will let someone else go down that route. But let me say this. Do you understand how highly hypocritical it is for people to call out Angel Reese for the same actions that Caitlin Clark did? Meanwhile, to some LSU fans or to some fans in general, you never once called out Joe Burrow for walking up to Derek Mason and going one, two, three, four, five, and giving this gesture when LSU was beating the dog manure out of Vanderbilt. No, you know what Portnoy and the gang did? They had, and I'm not sure of the show. I, I, I know the guys that are on those shows. I like a couple of them. I think it was PFT or whoever. No, you know what they did? They brought on Ed Orgeron. They brought on Joe Burrow to their podcast when it benefited them. But when something doesn't benefit them, they call Angel Reese a classless POS. I listened to Shannon Sharp and, and, and um, guys, help me. What's Shannon Sharp's uh, co? Oh, Skip Bayless. Shannon Sharp said it the best, and so did Skip. Larry Bird was one of the biggest trash talkers of all time. Michael Jordan was one of the biggest trash talkers of all time. LeBron James is a massive trash talker. Everybody knows that. You know who else talks massive trash? Get ready for it. Tom Brady, a guy that was in Boston and won how many, how many Super Bowls? He won five Super Bowls in New England. Six Super Bowls in New England, whatever it was. He used to throw hissy fits on the sidelines. He used to talk trash all the time. The great LSU, the LSU great Tyron Matthew talked about how much trash Tom Brady would talk about on the field. Let me tell you something. The people who have an issue with Angel Reese and her actions, you are S-O-F-T soft. You are Sherman soft. And to the people who, who what's amazing to me, do you really know what goes on in locker rooms? Do you really know what is said on the playing field, court, or diamond, massive amounts of trash is talked. We, you talk about people's mothers. You talk about people's girlfriends. You talk about how bad they suck. All of it. Nothing besides some things, besides some things, racial slurs, you don't talk about another man's wife. There are some things that cross the line. Outside of that, everything is on the table and is being said on a Saturday night or a Sunday midday in the NFL. Is it a difference because she's a woman? Is it a difference because she wears a bra and has eyelashes? What's the difference? You know, for a guy like Portnoy who got accused, which again, as I said, may have been wrongly accused. When people see you call a black woman a classless POS, after you have had story after story after story after story 
written about you, about what women say that you do to them, maybe you're not the all beer of what class should be. The most ironic thing in all of this to me is that we listen to guys like Dave Portnoy for what? You know what? If Caitlin Clark didn't want Angel Reese to get all up in her grill and do the John Cena, stop them. Stop them from doing it. But she didn't. You know what Caitlin Clark also didn't do? Caitlin Clark also didn't play defense. Why don't you talk about the game? You know why guys like Dave Portnoy don't talk about the game? Because he does not know it. I guarantee you right now, I guarantee you right now, outside of what he's probably seen on Madden, Dave Portnoy couldn't, could not draw up a cover two invert. He probably, only thing he really knows is man-to-man coverage. But yet we let a guy like him who has a platform call Angel Reese a classless POS. And for what? We got Jose De Jesus Ortiz saying that, Clark's parents raised her right. You don't know Angel's parents. You don't know her mom and dad. Hey, Zeus, she was the one who instigated it. Never, and I mean ever, have I seen stupid and stupidity like I've seen over the last 24 hours. Whether you like it or not, whether you unfollow us or not, here's the God's honest truth. What if the roles were reversed? What if the roles were reversed? Oh, that's right. They already have been. And you know when Caitlin Clark told the players at Louisville and told the player at Louisville, shut up, you're down by 15, She said, shut up. Joe Burrow, what made him so great? Was it the 65 touchdowns? Was it the Heisman? Was it the national championship? Or was it all of that combined with the swag that he showed? I can make the argument that guys like Justin Jefferson going in the end zone against Oklahoma doing one, two, three, four, and staring at it like he's Booker T in WWE is what made that team so great. You have teams and programs and people now hitting the gritty because LSU started it around the world. What's even so remotely funny as well as, as Angel Reese is attacked on Twitter and Instagram, her stock, not only nationally, but from an LSU standpoint, is rising. Just because Dave Portnoy lost $25,000 in a bet means, hey, bud, don't suck at betting. Don't suck at your job. And then what you don't need to do is then promote guys like Joe Burrow who do the same exact thing. Well, Blank, it wasn't at a team. 
he went up to Derek Mason and pointed five in his face and did this gesture. Was Joe Burrow being classless? Maybe Burrow wasn't a black woman. Some of you were on follow us for that comment. And I'm sorry. But bottom line is, Caitlin Clark, if she didn't, if she, and you know what's so great to me, guys? What's so great to me? Caitlin Clark says, I don't mind the trash talking. I embrace it. That is a direct co- quote from Caitlin Clark. I don't mind it. I embrace it. So the next time somebody talks trash, be careful because Dave Portnoy's out there watching you. Never in my life. Never in my life. To Angel Reese, I'm sorry, and she doesn't care, I don't think. To Angel Reese, I'm sorry that you got to go through this. Talk your stuff. LSU's got your back. We will always have your back. You want to know why people ask the question so many times about why does people hate LSU? Now you know why. People don't like who's on top. Then they're always coming for you. Unfortunately for Portnoy, they're not done yet. All right. Couple of comments. C. King says Joe Burrow was cocky and I like it. Yeah, he was cocky. Yeah, Joe was cocky on the field. He still is. He still is. I a part of the game is trash talk, guys. It literally is a part of the game. I don't understand why people have such a big problem with that. Stefan says, Joey B uh, rode the fence of confidence and cockiness. Absolutely perfect. Hashtag gamer. You're damn right he did. Adam B says, for the game of women's basketball, Caitlin needs to speak up and admit to her wrongdoings instead of sitting back and acting like the victim. I don't think she did talk about it. I don't, th- I don't think that she's acting like a victim. But the problem with Caitlin Clark, this has nothing to do with Caitlin Clark to an extent because she's not Portnoy. She's not Jose de Jesus Ortiz. She's not Keith Oberman. Three men. Three men. You praise. You praise. Like Portnoy praises Tom Brady, deflate gate, deflate gate. The man got caught cheating. The man legitimately got caught cheating. And of all people, of all people on that cover sports, Portnoy's the one who says that, oh, she's a classless POS. Don't bet against LSU, you Rudy Pooh. Uh, I don't know where Carter is. He's not in the show. He's supposed to be here three minutes ago. 
Micah says, I, Micah says, I think she said it in more of a manly voice. Stop. Uh, shut up. You're down by 15. Yeah, I, I mean, Craig Granger says Dave couldn't even make a jump shot. No, he couldn't make a jump shot because he's a Rudy Poo. He's a five foot ten unathletic dude. Great for him that he started Barstool. Great for him that he has an amazing company. But bottom line is, why why can't we come in here and talk about Alexis Morris? The fourth quarter of Alexis Morris will go down in LSU history as one of the greatest things that's ever happened. Excuse me. Ever. All right. Let's get to Carter Bryant. Talk about good friends over at my good friend over at uh, State Farm, Carol Falls. We're back in 45 seconds of Carter Bryant. We talk all things LSU next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. Carter the Power Bryant. You can't see me. You can't see me. Carter, you know what I'm about to ask. Let's hear it. Jose Jose de Jesus Ortiz saying that Angel Reese's parents didn't teach her enough. Uh, Keith Olbermann. Dave Portnoy. Why are they pieces of shit? (laughs) I don't know. And it's so funny because you hear everyone in the media talk about big personalities and we're not embracing that women's basketball has some of the biggest personalities in sports right now with not only Caitlin Clark and um, Angel Reese, but Kim Mulkey and Don Staley and so on and so on and so on. This is great for women's basketball. Look, Blake, I was in Dallas this weekend. I got to go to the final four. I FaceTimed you there right when, um, you know, the final seconds were going down in the Virginia Tech game. And the whole weekend was really magical. It really was. So this is great. This is absolutely great. And I have always been this way, Blake. I've You can look throughout my tweet history and all of this. I love brash personalities. I just do. It makes sports so much more interesting. And, Blake, this is something that we have heard in particular with the sport of basketball. How everyone hates – that the current day and age, everybody's friends with everybody in basketball. Everyone gets along in kumbaya. They, they, they ridicule LeBron James for being friends with D-Wade and all those dudes. They rip him alive. And now we have superstars in women's basketball that hate each other on the court. This is refreshing. 
this is new. This is cool. And look, as LSU fans, would you rather, for the people out there that feel some type of way about Angel Reese and the this quote that's been used nonstop, the classlessness and all of it, would you rather her just not be here at all? Or would you rather her be here and just suck it up and deal with who she is as a person? Look, Blake, historically, most of the elite athletes that we remember and we consider who are the all-time greatest can be jerks. Angel Reese can be someone that is very mentally intimidating. She has embraced this. She is unapologetically herself. Michael Jordan was like this. Kobe Bryant was like this. Tom Brady was like this. And Angel Reese is like this. And you hear this all the time, Blake. The one, one of the most overused phrases that is used in this current day and age in social media is keep that same energy. And Angel Reese has done this. It is it, She did not change who she was even if she was blowing out the opponent with 15 or whatever seconds left to go. That's who she is as a personality. And in a way, that's who Kim Mulkey is as well. Kim Mulkey is brash. She's unapologetically herself. And guess what that does for recruiting? Women around the country can say, hey, I can be myself. I don't have to be sheltered. I don't have to uh, act a certain way or talk a certain way or whatever. So um, I'm very happy for Angel Reese. I was very lucky to get to meet Kateri Poole this weekend. Got to have a brief conversation with your hero, Alexis Morris. We talked about how much we both love Allen Iverson. So being in Dallas this weekend, Blake, has just invigorated my love for LSU women's basketball. And obviously we all now are very happy that LSU basketball, which has a lot of history, men's and women's, they finally have a national championship. And that is something to celebrate no matter how it got done. What's crazy to me about a guy like Portnoy is – he never says anything bad about a guy like Larry Bird because he's from he played in Boston. Played in Boston, yeah. You had so Gary Payton had, was on a podcast and Gary Payton said that Larry Bird looked over to him and said and was dribbling the ball and says, "Where's your mama at?" And Gary said, "She's in the second row." He goes, "Well, you better tell her to cover your eyes because I'm going over to that corner. I'm about to hit a drain of three on you, and there's nothing you can do to stop it." You know what he did? He went over to the corner and drained a three. Bang! Now. Carter, what people are mistaken is that they saw what Angel Reese did. Now, yeah. did maybe she go a little far by following yeah. her? Okay, if you if that's if that's your only problem, all right, I'm with you. But when Caitlin Clark is literally doing the same exact stuff, you can't see me. Shut up! You're down by 15 anyway grunting and chirping to the girl at southeastern louisiana up and down the court after she hits back-to-back threes bang <laughs> i i don't I, I like i don't get it. carter i don't think the normal human being knows what coaches say in the locker room what they say at pre- if they think what if they think what angel reese did was bad go out to an lsu football practice and listen to brad davis for five minutes <laughs> you will learn more curse words than you've ever heard in your entire life I don't get it, Carter. And and here's the thing. Yeah. I don't want to get in this into this political debate, but here we go just a little. Yeah, women women need in this country need to be protected more than men. Now, Angel Reese doesn't need to be protected, but at the same sense, you're attacking a woman. 
And from a yeah. guy like Portnoy, when you had that many allegations of women coming out and saying of sexual misconduct, maybe, just maybe, you want to shut the fuck up. Yeah, and once again, it's all about the idea of punching up and punching down, right? And in this case, she's got a million Instagram followers. She gained 500,000 Instagram followers in a night. Who's who's going where? And and one thing. All right. And I'll say this because you I I use this phrase a lot. Like you say, something's not getting talked enough about. Like like Alexis Morris. Yeah. Okay. so Alexis Morris. Right. Her and Poole are probably my favorite players on the team. I think. AP brought that up, American Patriot. Um, and also, uh, she's, got, is she's, re- dog. she's a dog. Yeah, Poole is the reason why um, Angel Reese is here. Right, right that's and correct. Mul- uh, I think that's a very important That was the introductory that. from Angel Reese to Kim Mulkey. Yeah, and, and Kim Mulkey admitted that today in, in, in the press conference. I thought that was um, – and, and that's always just kind of been known. But now that all the eyeballs are here, Kim Mulkey said, hey, Poole is the reason why – she maybe maybe Kim Mulkey just didn't know about Angel Reese because she couldn't see her. <laughs> Dad humor. I, 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 I felt a joke was coming. Um, but you know what's interesting, Blake? And this, this was just crazy. All right. The one story that's not being talked about at all that happened in plain sight this weekend was what happened on the Virginia Tech bench. Now, are, are, are you familiar? With- uh, I didn't. This is the first okay. time I'm going to either. Go ahead. Okay. So feel free, anyone, to correct me because I stayed up late reading into this because it was crazy. I didn't realize this because I was in the rafters, right? So <laughs> uh, there was a player on, on Virginia Tech's team who knew Angel Reese. Uh, they were teammates at Maryland. Okay. And she, she quit the team at halftime. She, she didn't. She didn't come out with the team and sit on the bench. And she was a former five-star, and she got hurt. And then Virginia Tech started winning all these games with her out of the lineup. And she didn't actually uh, really start playing for them again. All right? So the second half comes, and she doesn't come back out for Virginia Tech. Right? And Angel Reese in the first half yelled something to her on the bench. And... I really do believe this, okay? The one thing that people aren't mentioning about Angel Reese enough is her trash talking worked. It worked, okay? She talks a lot. Ask Kevin. She reminds me a lot of Kevin Garnett, right? Uh, and That's another Garnett. guy. That's yeah. another guy that talked all kinds of trash. You don't see Portnoy calling out Kevin Garnett. Right, because he was a Celtic, right? But... K- KG, also I want to shout out KG because he shouted out Bob Starkey on Twitter today, which is really good. Oh, uh, really? Mulkey's- I didn't know that. Yeah, so Kim Mul- so like I, I, I'm all in on 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 this particular women's basketball team in the future as well. And this story was so interesting. And uh apparently there was a Twitter back and forth that was happening while the South Carolina and Iowa game was happening right where players from virginia tech were getting into it with angel reese and i'm telling you the game was well over and it was clear that angel reese was still in the minds of the virginia tech players this stuff worked utah crumbled down the stretch they airballed free throws Mm -hmm. it works this is effective okay 
if you can talk trash and back it up, this is a very mental game. And it it honestly tore the Virginia Tech team apart. It really did. Now, there's more to it, like, personally, internally with Virginia Tech hoops. I don't follow them every day. But, you know, it was wild. That was a totally wild story that on the brink of this happening, uh, Virginia Tech in the Final Four, they go on this run and then they, they choke it away. There's no doubt in my mind that a player that doesn't just come to sit with the team in the middle of the Final Four in a game that Virginia Tech was winning, um, that, that is just bizarre. And it goes to show you how important it is for everyone to stay together and everyone to know their role. Because, look, here's a good example of this, Blake. What if um, uh, the young lady who went for 21 points uh, – Cooper, I, I believe, I believe it. No, not Cooper. Uh, number two. Yeah. Yeah, on our uh, team, one. Jasmine Carson. Jasmine Carson. Okay, she goes for twenty-one points. Okay, she had eleven points in the three games previous. Total. 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 Okay. She didn't quit the team. She she kept playing her role, and when it was time for her to step up, she stepped up and destroyed it. And that goes to Kim Mulkey and the staff. They did a really good job getting everyone to buy in, everyone knowing their roles. And her going out and doing that honestly saved LSU. And this team was just amazingly well put together. Everyone knew their roles. They had a good mix of experience and and youth and all of that. And it goes to show you how important that is when it comes to NCAA tournament time. So I give Kim Mulkey and that staff so much credit keeping this team together, um, even when players are losing their playing time, you get in foul trouble in the national championship game, you had a deeper bench than Iowa's, and that was ultimately the difference. You know, when your players are banking in threes and they're the number seven and eight players in your rotation, mm-hmm. you you are just going to beat almost everyone. So um, it was crazy, Blake. And one thing I will say about Caitlin Clark, she is her. Like, she is probably She's a, as Kim called her, she is a generational talent. She, I called her the other night. She's Steph Curry with a bra. She's crazy. Like, I've never, the South Carolina game was absurd. It was, like, if you actually watch her, all the little. Carter, her days, LSU game was absurd. I mean, let's not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Carter, she was, she started off the game four from five from three. Like, let's not get that twisted now. And, and look. They, whoever is running women's basketball, you've got to schedule a non-conference game between these two starting next year. Like that would be absolutely insane. Well, like, that would be up to Kim it. and Iowa's head coach. Those are the ones who make the schedule. But Carter who says no. Here's my here's where we'll end it with this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, for me, there's a clear difference of opinion from people. We didn't get on as Saints fans on C.J. Gardner-Johnson when he talked trash and got in a fight at Chicago. We Like, we don't talk about men when they talk trash. We don't get on to them like we do with women. Okay? LeBron James, I will never forget this in the finals, absolutely sent a Steph Curry layup into the upper atmosphere, okay, and then stared at him and gave him that little look. Yeah. It's a, it's a double standard. And until we get past this – Stuff like Portnoy and Jose de Jesus Ortiz is going to continue to happen when it doesn't need to happen. I will say this as long as I live. Now, barring something crazy, if Angel Reese wants to talk her stuff, I'm for it. 
I am all for it. You know who else we didn't talk about having an issue with? Burrow. Now, Barstool Sports had on Burrow multiple times along with Ed Orgeron. You know what they didn't say? Anything. They didn't say anything to Joe Burrow about walking up to Derek Mason and pointing one, two, three, four, five and giving the slit, the slit motion to Derek Mason. We didn't talk about that because, well, Joe Burrow's him. We don't talk about Justin Jefferson going one, two, three, four. We don't talk about Harold Perkins when Harold Perkins sacks Jackson Dart and he's standing over him saying, yeah, I just got that ass, Pauls. We don't talk about stuff like that. But then when it comes to women and Angel Reese, oh, there's such a problem. The issue that I have with these men, say it to their face. If yeah. you got an issue, like the, the guy that runs the sidelines accounts, okay, he challenged me today. I gave him an open invite before you came on. I said, come on the show. Whoever's running the account, come on the show. If you want to talk that stuff, if you want to run your mouth, if you want some gangsters in front of your house, we'll set this bitch off. I am <laughs> sick and tired. Let me tell you what I, you know what, Carter, you know this as well as I do. When it comes to LSU fans asking, why does everybody hate LSU? I, a little part of me wants to say and, and just be a part of the question and thought process, are they wrong now? Because there is no reason whatsoever that LSU deserved to be a three seed. If you want a non-conference, non-conference that national title. That's what I got to say. Let's talk about some football, though, since we have Carter. Yeah, that's good. Thoughts so far in camp um, since we last spoke? Uh, not really a whole lot, Blake. Um, one, fi one final thing to make one football reference here, okay? I'm a little bit different than most. I don't mind if other people do it to us either, right? Do you, let, let me ask you a question, Blake. What about Stetson Bennett in the national championship game? Right, okay. But do you remember a player named Brandon Spikes? He punted a ball at LSU into the, into the uh, what you call it? Do, in, do I remember Brandon Spikes? He had a yeah. pick six from Jared Lee in, no, was it might have been in Gainesville, and he punted that thing in the 27th row. I was right there. I was. I went to Gainesville. I, I was decked out in LSU gear. That was. Was he trying to punt it at you? I don't know who he was trying to punt it at, but because that was the side of where the LSU fans were, right? And mm -hmm. if you actually go back around that time, you know the '07 game was the year before, right? And that was a very yeah. They came game. out for a. Re 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 I was about to say something bad, but some serious revenge. Yes. And they remembered the game. There was so much trash talk. There was Tim Tebow's phone number getting caught by uh, all the LSU fans. And we were still undefeated. 018 was still undefeated, right? So we're going to Gainesville, returning national champions. We're going to beat Tebow again, no problem. And they whooped our ass. Up and down the field. <laughs> Up they, and down the field. The LSU got that ass whipped that day. They were bigger, faster, well, And that stronger. was per the Percy Harvin coming out party, wasn't it? was it not? Yeah, all of them. Like, they, it, it, every single player that night for Florida played the best games of their career. So, Brandon Spikes, remember, this was a blowout game. It was a pick six, first play of the fourth quarter, and we were getting blown out. He kept the same energy, and that's the thing. If it happens to us, I'm cool with it too, right? So, here's a good thing for sports fans, right? Because th there's a lot of people that say what happened was classless with Angel Reese or even Caitlin Clark, or Don Staley, or whoever. But then they also say, 
we are too offended in America. We get too offended by things. And people want to obviously clutch their pearls when they see someone actually do something like exciting for once. And that that's that is just what's crazy to me. I, re I remember being in the stands when Brandon Spikes did that, Blake, and my heart sunk. I was like, this man just crushed my hopes and dreams. <laughs> I mean, nine, nine out. I mean, I knew we weren't going to win, but I was like, God, dog. Nine hour drive to Gainesville. The trip was brutal. I got a frozen corn dog thrown at me. Uh, <laughs> in. It, it was it was brutal. It was brutal. But no, I, not I, a corn dog, dude. Yeah, it was the height. That was the height of when like the corn dog thing became a thing, right? LSU fans smell like corn dogs, and it was one of the craziest experiments experiences in my life, man. Uh, and I, I go back and I'm like, you know what? If I was Brandon Spikes, I might have done the same thing. They're on top of the world. They punted the ball in the ends, and I was like, God, dude, this is just the worst. But I bring that up because I also like it when teams do it to us. It adds more energy. It adds more juice. And I understand there are athletes like the Derek Jeters and the Tim Duncans that are very quiet and go about their business and don't get caught up in this. But there's also, you know – other people, the Brady's that like to, you know, get in your face about stuff. So, um, you know, for me, let the kids be kids. Let the kids have fun. Angel Reese is 20 freaking years old. Let let, let her be, you know. But uh, to go back to your initial question, Blake, Blake spring football uh, is spring football at this point, right? We are obviously just waiting for all these other players to come in. And I honestly think, like, the biggest thing that happened this past weekend, outside of, you know, a bunch of recruits coming in, you know, the usual stuff, and the kicker, obviously, Aaron Burrell, who... Um, and I got Bro ripped alive about that Coles five-star thing. Why? What happened? They just ripped me alive. How can a kicker be a five-star? Well, Greg, yeah. you know, Greg McMahon literally posted, posting there all the time, so... If Greg yeah, McMahon yeah. thinks the kid's a five star, then who am I? Who am I on a, as a specialist to tell him he's wrong? I do think Blake. The biggest thing that actually happened this past weekend, though, is uh, the press conference with Mike Dimbrock. I thought we learned a lot in that setting. Interesting. Now, it's interesting you bring that up. Yeah. Who here. does his offensive philosophy sound like when he's breaking down football? Who does that remind you of? It, I'm just gonna. Well, I'm gonna throw here. you a couple hints. You ready? Yeah. He's six three with a beard. Six three with a beard. Oh, your offensive philosophy? Huh? 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 He went. Huh? So Mike Dembrock. For what it's worth, Carter went line by line of what he said he was going to do, he achieved. Tell me I'm wrong. No, let's hear it. I'm here. He said we're going to run the football. Carter, you're number two in the SEC and running the football 187 yards per game. Now he's right. saying that we're going to get Jaden to a point where he's throwing the ball consistently down the field. They do that, brother, we're going to a playoff. Let's we're, do it. We're going to a playoff. I, I, playoffs? I'm telling you, I think Dembrock get. I think Mike Dembrock is one of the sneaky best offensive coordinators that we've had at LSU. Yeah, well, Pro Football Focus has him ranked 
as the fifth best OC in the in the country. Huh. And interesting. Uh, yeah. So what I will say is, hmm. I think a little interesting detail that he brought up, you know, early in the press conference. And once again, it was a busy weekend, as you know, Blake. LSU baseball. Dylan Cruz. I'm getting. Really I got to sign Dylan him. Cruz jersey. The Cruz man. Shout out to my guy Ty Christiana man. Uh, uh, big PHL supporter. I was very lucky to get that, but, um, I'll, I'll but, show you mine. If you show me yours, Pauls. Yeah, I got it right here. Man. So yeah, look at this. That's cool. Dylan Cruz. I was wanting to get a Dylan Cruz autograph. Look at that. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you got a purple and gold one. Oh man. No, yeah. Look, look at that. And that auto is clean, bro. You got the black auto. Shout the out to Tasha color. Thibodeau from the real LSU Nation. That's good. Oh, Ta Tasha's a goat. I love Tasha's a goat of LSU social media. I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, so you had LSU baseball this weekend. Obviously, yeah, Kim Mulkey and the women and gymnastics this weekend. So this Dimbrock presser just kind of, you know, was forgotten about. But here's the thing. Okay, is it used to be that LSU did not ever make their coordinators available for the media. That's right. Um, that, and so you obviously get a bunch of good stuff from Brian Kelly, but an offensive coordinator's job is very similar, but also very different than that of a head coach. And Dembrock shared a lot of very interesting details, brought up uh, Kamarion Pimpton being a track and field star, but really – you know, he came out and publicly said what they are working on with Jaden Daniels, which is also uh, getting the vertical passing game going. But here's what's really interesting, and this was the most important detail I think he shared. Yes, it is good that he comes out and says that the one thing Jaden needs to do a better job is not necessarily just throwing the football deep, but willingly deciding, hey, I'm going to throw this football deep. I agree. The decision, but yeah, actually – not necessarily the, the decision-making process of who to throw the football to, but actually just risking it and throwing it. But there was something else he said. We need to do a better job of creating opportunities for our guys to run after the catch. Bingo. Bam. So let's take a look at Georgia's offense. So there's a very good uh, college football analytic account who is a TCU um, writer, and his name is Parker, right? Stats of War. And one offense that I've just totally been enamored by was Georgia's. And I rewatched the Georgia versus LSU game. That was their best game offensively by far. Yeah, I, we, we weren't beating them that day. It mm. would have taken a lot. Uh, for, it would have for, taken a, a healthy Jane Daniels to continue to go off. Yeah, and, and also, you know, obviously the special team's mistake, but yeah. Georgia – they were cooking. They were cooking. And it, it would have been really hard to beat them that day. And one thing Todd Monken did a really good job of is Stetson Bennett had one of the highest percentages of success rate after the catch out of all the draft-eligible quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? Well, that means, number one, Georgia had some amazing athletes, which they do, but – also, number two, you have to draw things up for you to be able to get that. And if you go look at the LSU game, 
the one play that LSU just could not stop were these quick screens to the outside. Mm -hmm. And they converted so many of these third and mediums and second and mediums with these little 10-yard screen to the left to Bowers, 8-yard screen to the right to McConkie. And they were doing it to all these different weapons. They would throw it to Jackson, Rosamie, St. Jane. Uh, I missed his Brown. name. St. Brown, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, number one, really good player for them. And this was without A.D. Mitchell, their best receiver for most of the season. Now he's gone. They did a really good job of the timing aspects of short passes, as well as also hitting very explosive shots down the field. And LSU not only struggled at times to get explosive plays in the passing game, they struggled to get intermediate stuff where the receivers were properly led and timed. And we didn't have a whole lot of things drawn up as far as that is concerned um, overall during the season. So Mike wants to do a better job of that. And if LSU does that, they're really going to be really good next year. One word answer, UConn or San Diego State? Oh, UConn. Uh, San Diego State's the best defense that they have faced up to this point. Um, I think you def- I think you missed the point about said one word answer. Oh well, UConn they roll baby. I didn't I didn't hear the end. Let's go watch this game. Let's go. Huh? Huh? Continue your point. Why UConn? Uh they're they, they are just better, right? Mm-hmm. And plus, this is just Angel Reese's weekend, right? Uh, remember that's her cousin. And that's UConn's best player. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know that. yeah. Hawkins is 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 uh. Is Any cha- Is he a senior? I don't know. I don't know. Twenty four. The dude is. Hey, silky. if I'm Matt McMahon, I am yeah, all. I, if I I listen, listen, huh, huh. All right. Go, go get him. He can uh, play. All right. That's Carter the Power Bryant. Thank you so much, buddy. We'll see you next Monday. All right, go Kim Mulkey. All right, that's our good friend, good friend Carter the Power Bryant. We didn't get to baseball. We didn't go around the, your SEC. Uh, we'll just have to get to that tomorrow. Uh, shout out to all of our sponsors. Shout out to GM Varno and Sons, Bet Online, Carol Falls, uh, Drake Williams Law Firm, and our good friends over at Wham Electric. Let's do this since the game is tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll we'll talk more in depth in baseball and all things. Is they're going to be playing tomorrow? Maybe we'll do a show after that. Until then, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts.